If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn education. You feel me, them? Mm-hmm. Let's go. So you are listening to the Butterfly Excavation Podcast. My name is Kalyan, and I am your host, and I'm here with Blue Poetry with Quindle Evans. The idea, call me what you like. <laughs> it's just don't call me when you like. You got to schedule one of those. But um, so Quindell Blue Poetry is whatever. So today we um here and we decided to play a little game that um I'm sure you guys heard of Twenty One Questions. Mm. Okay. So we're gonna play Twenty One Questions. We're gonna ask each other Twenty One Questions, but we're gonna go back and forth. So gonna be in total 21 questions. I'm gonna go number one, number two, number three, number four, ah, ah, And we go back and fizz off into this 21 questions. You ready? Okay, yeah, let's get it. Okay, you're not ready because that's inappropriate. Oh right? my gosh, that, it was, that was a flood. That's like the ready sign today. Yeah, I was told you that's how many hours the storm's gonna last. So it's gonna be a flood, so let's, let's they do it. Calculated it's it's like, oh, it's a, they calculated it, oh, it's a one, two, three, okay. three, oh. Four hours, this is a flood warning. Let's do it. Uh, anyways, so 21 questions. Ooh, my hair look. Wow, wow, right? My hair getting long, long. Watch. Let me watch. Watch. But anyways, let's get it lit with these 21 questions. So question number one is... Oh, you go first? Yeah, like, you know, what came first? The chicken or the egg? That's not question number one. <laughs> and you go first isn't question number one either. Question number one is, what does yoga mean to you? Mm. I mean, I know what yoga means. Yoga means like oneness, unity, unity and like connection. But to me, it means healing because of what it's done for me. It means healing? Yeah. Like, okay, what does that mean? Like... Healing from a physical, like, injury or, like, healing from some traumatic experience, it's... That's what it's done for you? Yeah. What physical injuries do you have and has it helped in what traumatic experiences have <laughs> oh you my had gosh. and yoga has helped? <laughs> okay, so... Because if uh, someone's out there yeah. with a physical injury... Or have been through traumatic experiences, I'm sure they would want to know yeah. how yoga can help them if it helped you. Wow. Um, I've talked about this before, but I guess not enough. Cause Start with the, the physical. Yeah, okay. Injury. So um, I had an x ray done when I was probably like 17, 18, and I had slight scoliosis, but in due time, you know, the doctor said that it could get worse if I don't do anything about it. And I had lumbar lordosis, so my back was like really curved in, so I was like like that. So, yeah, and after practicing yoga, because I started practicing yoga when I was 19, and after that, like, it didn't even, like, get worse. Like, it just, it's kind of the same. I haven't been to the doctor in a while now, but my spine feels pretty strong. It felt weak before? Mm, yeah. Like, I couldn't do much. It 
felt inflexible. Couldn't do much? Like what? <laughs> like, like, before this I mean, like, before, Was like, there pain? Was there something No, there wasn't any wrong? pain. No, not really. Cause it was so you like, didn't know? It was, why no, did I, I didn't even know. Um, I don't remember why. Oh, because I, I got into, um, I got into a car accident. The car hit me. So there was something clearly wrong. You got hit by the car. Your yeah, back but, was yeah, but still. Like, they say you're born with that. That's like scoliosis and lumbarlidosis. And I didn't know I even had that because there was no, like, you know, you can't really notice it on my spine. Oh, yeah. okay. And then, like, yeah, so that's what they told me that okay. I had that. Yeah. And you feel like there's been noticeable difference in your back since then? Like, yeah, with, I feel like my posture has posture. changed. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, and what about the traumatic experience then? <laughs> That yoga has helped out. Um, helped you deal with, help you it accept. It really and, and helped me get through and grow through things. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's the one thing you're thinking that? Just say it. That one traumatic experience that yoga helped you grow through. What is it? Um, it was really my like my relationship with myself. Like you don't speak too spiritual. Like <laughs> be real. Like like you had a traumatic relationship with yourself. Come on now, just be real. Like we're not, I'm not trying to, like, um, there's real really people out me. there that's really going through things. And if they knew that someone is going through what they went through and things can help them, help them. Yeah. And sometimes just being yeah, overanalyzing it, that this relationship <laughs> with yourself is like, you help people, let them know what it is. What, is, what traumatic experience has yoga mm-hmm. helped you grow through? Um, really like my past relationship. <laughs> um, you don't have to go in detail. Of... Just say like, what did yoga do? Yeah. Like, just yeah, what did yeah. yoga do? Yeah. Um, yoga helped me, like, kind of find my own power. Like, when things were difficult on the mat, like I just kept trying and I kept like on. And. The yeah, relationship was so. traumatic. Like, you feel like it was really traumatic, like for real. Not like. Like let's let's define traumatic. Trauma. What does that mean? Like. Um. When you're like really really affected by something. You're impacted by something, to the point where years later you're still, reliving it, and attracting it, and manifesting it or wound manifesting it. <laughs> You feel me? Yeah. Making it come to life again. And then pointing out how things are just like that thing. You feel me? Yeah. So, how was this relationship? Was it that, what we just described? Because it seemed like you started to 
actually go off into what, you know, into what was just defined there. Like, oh yeah, that's accurate. Was that accurate or not? That's trauma? Um, no, I guess... Mm. It's the, the fact that you're lost for words to me sounds like you still have some healing to do from that. Like, you can't even speak about it. That's one of the causes. That's one of the symptoms of, like, like, you still need to deal with it. And it's like, I don't even, I can't even speak about it. That's one of the signs of healing is when you're able to openly speak about your past trauma without, you know, yeah. worry or judgment or hesitation I mean, or um, even knowing how to put the words together so that you're not revealing too much but still just expressing how you feel. But if it's so heavy on you where you can't even get to what you want to say, but you know, because it feels like it's just too much to explain, you got, you got work to do. We all have work to do. I got work to do in a lot of things. So I know what it is. So yoga helped you though. Yeah. And it's still helping you? It's still helping me right now. Okay. I feel like the healing never like stops. Yeah. You know? It's always something. Man, I don't feel like the healing never stops. Man. I feel like the healing like always goes. Like I feel like there's no healing. I feel like this just healed. No, I'm not healing from something. I'm healed from it, and in that kind of sense, for me, like on some affirmations, you know, I do affirmations. So I know I got healing to do, but mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, as I become aware of the things that's going on in my life, I'm I want to be aware of how I'm aware of it too. Not just I don't know if I'm too deep, but anyways. So if I know that I'm going through, um something like you know there's something that's going on in my life right now you know with family i know if if it hurts me i want to be aware of why i'm hurt and not just be caught up in the hurt you feel me yeah and so like you know i want that for you too to be aware of why you're feeling like this and not just caught up in it so you know so it'll be easy we should, it should be easy for us to explain our past it should be really easy Alright, so question number two, what's up? Okay. So. What does a perfect world look like to you? Um. The perfect world looks like to me no drugs, no. No experimental agents. Mm. No war. Um, perfect world looks like to me awareness, consciousness, um, business first, kind of mind. You know, schools where the teachers are 
part-time into their business owners kind of vibe. So if you're learning math, you're learning math from a CEO of uh, mm -hmm. you feel me? So That's cool. if you have to ask them a question about accounting, this is not like a teacher who's going to go home after teaching and watch TV and play with a dog. You know, a lot of us ask business questions to people who yeah. you know, are not qualified to give us these these suggestions. The purple world likes to me where, you know, people walk, talk, talk, to walk. Um, purple world look like to me, you know, people healthy, you know, honest, righteousness, justice, balance. I mean, I guess the purple world to me look like what it is. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I feel like the world is perfect. There's a whole bunch of things that's wrong with this world. A lot. But I feel like there's a whole bunch of things that's right with this world. A lot. So, the world is perfect for me. It's pretty, <laughs> you know. I love it. It's pretty cruel, you know. You see me, you see my complexion, and you see the the trend of what it's like to to experience life in my complexion. So it ain't like, I don't feel like it's fair. I don't feel like the word is fair, but I feel like the word is perfect. Okay. That's nice. Okay, good answer. What's the third question? Um, question you. What's your favorite part of being a mother? Mm. It's so fun being a mom. Um, that I get to be a kid with my kid Ted. and get creative with him. So, yeah, teaching him. What does that mean, get to be a kid with my kid? Mm, get to act all silly and like play ball with him and just use our imagination together and like build stuff. Like what? Like forts with blankets and like it's just yeah. fun. Which one of the most recent creative projects you guys created together? Mm. A song. Yeah, that's Lily. That was the last thing. Yeah. Yeah. And how did that go? I remember seeing him reading and drumming at the same <laughs> time, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. He was drumming, reading, and singing. Yeah. Not just drumming and reading, <laughs> but singing. Yeah, he just hit reading. a milestone. He just hit a mouse and he just started reading. And that was beautiful. And sang at the same time. To see. He he always sang as a baby. But No, he started reading and sang at the same time. If you know what I mean. Oh nice. yeah, he was he had doing his own that. song. That's yeah. called I just started singing and I got on the song. Like, yeah. 
and I could read it and play it alone. At the same yeah. time. Yeah. Until I memorize it, then I could just play the drum and sing it. That's it for me. Alright, but anyways, that's lit for me. Be silly, be kitty with your kitty. Mm -hmm. Um word. I like the the, the mailbox drawing. That's pretty creative. Oh yeah. I That's a good habit. Letters and just leave it in there. That's a good habit to start, you know, writing daily. You know? Yeah, since you That's started really reading, good. like it's fun. I yeah. can text him now too. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, question number four. Okay. So, my question is. What's the best part about busking on the train? Like, which train has the best vibe? Um. So, like, if people are watching right now, like, Q here, bus on the train on the weekend, JC doing his thing and, like, really, like, making money off that shit. Because he's good at it, like. Type, um, I guess my favorite part is you know, creating a system. I think I have a system of doing it that that makes it efficient for me. Mm. You know, it makes it smooth for me, okay. acceptable for me. Tell us that, um, that system. So, I like to move. I like movement, you know. I'm not going to sit on a platform and say, I have done that. No, I haven't. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Of course, of course I have. But not like you from, have to have. Yeah, yeah, but not for money. You feel me? Like, that's yeah. not busking. Yeah. I might have just done that real quick, uh, just for fun. But maybe for money, you know. I have sat on the platform when I'm waiting for a train. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, you feel me? But like, that's not a thing. Thing. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Um. So, hold on. One moment, thing. She's got some water. Right. So, the system is. Get on a train in Brooklyn or wherever I'm starting at. Hustle to a destination. Okay. And back. And it's usually to a different borough or to, you know, it's always to a different borough. So when I used to live in the Bronx, when I, you know, first, you know, I don't know. I started hustling the train when I was living in Brownville as a child. So we used to go to Queens, but we never hustled on the way to Queens. And if I was young, I would've, you know, if I had the, I would've knowledge, I would've like, what? Let's get on the way. So we would go to the seven train, cause it was lit on the seven, like, on the weekends. Mm -hmm. We used to go from Manhattan, the last stop, the last stop, from Times Square. Seven train now goes like 34th Street, Herald Square. But at that time, it was like Times Square. That was the last stop on the seven train. Yeah. And then, and then it went all the way to, um, like, Shea Stadium, like, Chinatown, Queens, last stop over there, somewhere. And we used to go back and forth. So I learned that system, like, do a train from last stop to last stop, feel me? But we used to go to Queens. So when I got older, you feel me, and started doing poetry, and I came 
I was in college doing poetry. You know, on summer break, some poet was like, call me on the train, let's do poetry. We did poetry on the train together. I'm like, oh, it's lit. Started doing poetry on the train. Wow. And then, and then his system was, was similar, but it wasn't as finite. It was more like just get a train that's lit, like just get on any train and just do it. No, it wasn't the system. It was just how much you spit on any train. I mean, we could just hop on the train, go spit, go call. And, and there were times where a nigga would see a train across the platform and it just had more people in it. He would just want to run to that one. And I was like, eh, I don't know. I didn't like that. It was too sporadic. You could end up anywhere. You just hopping on the train and ending up any stop and just oh, like, shit. you know? Yeah, that's so, like, true. That was like not. <laughs> that's still uh, kind of fun, though. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, it was lit. You feel me? Yeah. And I started hustling on the train with different people at so many different times. Wow. And just see what they like to do. See their systems. And a lot of people have, like, certain systems. But I feel like my system is the most efficient. Wow. Um, for me, specifically, because I also like to explore where, I, where my destination is. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I, was to, if I was to start right here, like, I could have this system in New York. You could do it anywhere. So while I was living right here, Sunset Park, I would hop on the D train. Once I get on, it's on. Like, <laughs> like I'm not gonna go. It's times. It depends if it's nobody or if it's too crowded. But usually, you get on, and the destination will most likely be Harlem. Feel me? Cause you're already on the Z line. No, I'm not gonna do the whole D. The best train to hustle on is the four to five. Mm. Simple. If you're a dancer, you might need the A train or D train or R train or N train, one of them big trains. You get everybody, you feel me? But even the dancers on the four or five. But the best train to hustle on the four or five, the two, two. The two as well because it's a nice small train. I'm a singer. So I get mm. to fill the whole car. The A train, I can fill the A, but why I put in all that work? For the same amount of money. Even though it's bigger, it's really the same amount of money no matter what train or mm. there's no money train. It's money times. Like weekends. Mm. And you think the tourists come out and just mornings, you know, just early in the AM is really the money time. You wanna be out there after like two. And the homeless people and everybody else out there too. You be in early in the AM, nobody out there, you know, dances dancing on the train out in the morning. <laughs> Why you going to work, you appreciate a good song. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't got no competition, so I got a system. I go in the AM, hit the right train, wow. go to the destination, I'm going to go to Harlem. You guys take notes. I'm not going to hustle on the 7 train if it ain't nothing for me to do in Queens. But if I hustle on the 8 train, I know the stop, I'm going to get off, I'm going to, you know, yeah. I'm going to get something to eat, I'm going to do what I got to do, I'm might make a play for me, might we, you know, end up in a good spot and go shopping or whatever, do something. Like, I'm always, yeah, yeah, I always yeah. got something to do. I might need to print, I might need to print something for my business. I might need, you know, so hustle to Harlem, go to the print shop, go to Jolly go over. I, everywhere I go is a part of, you know, everywhere I hustle is a part of what I do. Yeah. So when I hustle on the J train, the Queens, I'm sense. getting off and I'm going to OG Herb. You feel me? Yeah. So to me, it's a difference of lifestyle. So I think I got a system when it comes to busting on the train, that makes yeah. it just special. For you, yeah. because yeah, it's not just like hustling on the train for money. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have a Because I got a mission. A I got yeah. I got something else that I'm there for, so that there's no money, I know I still got, you know, I got the mission done. Yeah. 
I'm always going somewhere. I'm always gonna meet somebody. I met a lot of good people on the train. I mean, I met a girl on the train that I started talking to, but I don't remember my name no more. No, guys, I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, singing on the train is is, is lit because I got a system. That's the best part. Nobody's gonna work it like me. Everybody else is trying to get big money. I'm trying to go somewhere. Like, literally, I have a destination. I have to go somewhere. But I also want to go somewhere in life, too. So, yeah, next question. Um, question number five. Uh-huh. What are three attributes you look for in a guy? Mm. You don't even know what you're looking for, it sounds like. Like, what are you looking for? Like, you should be quick. Like, you should know what, like, what's that? What you need? Like, hmm. <laughs> I want someone who uh, is, like, smart. Know what he wants. Well, it's kind of more than three. Then go ahead. Oh, like, okay. just talk. <laughs> Better to be over-prepared than not prepared. Okay, so... Um, you got to know what you want. You want a guy who knows what you want. Yeah. You don't even know what you want. I know what I want. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's just so long. Like, the list, like, I could just... But if you know three. you want it, then why are you not going to say it? Okay, because I was trying to pick the best three. Trying to see, like, if I were to only pick three, which three would I pick? Okay. That's what was going on in my head. But if you want me to just say it, I can just, like, create a list. Okay, so... I want a guy who uh, is smart, who likes to learn, who's into health, who's mindful and like kind of cautious. Yeah. yeah. Should I just keep going? Yes, whatever. I mean, it's whatever. You should know what you want. Do you want to keep going? No, no. So, yeah, are those are some attributes you look for in a guy. Mm -hmm. Next question. Okay, this is six. Yep. Um, Strong way to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite mouth affirmation? Um, I stand grounded and ready to receive all love, light, harmony, and healing that is doing to me. That's beautiful. That's like the first That's the one. first one. That's the one. I'm ready. I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to receive all this. I deserve it. Like, yeah. I feel like affirmations is powerful. I feel like we should write them. We should read them. We should listen to them while we sleep. We should share them. We should put them around our spaces. We should teach them to children. You know? Like affirmations can help you manifest things, can help you stay focused. Um, I feel like it can rewire your brain. I feel like affirmations can help you with memory, with focus. I feel like affirmations can help you with discipline, um, organization. 
um, self-reflection, being aware. You know, Einstein said the life on exam is not worth living. And if you say something over and over, but you're really lying, you either stop saying it or start to tell the truth. You feel me? Or start to actually be it. So I think affirmation is really, really powerful. So I stand grounded and ready to receive all positive affirmations that my life is ready for me to be. Mm-hmm. Alright. Next question, y'all. What role does music play in your career as an artist? Yeah, we talked about this before. Um that part of like my life, it's just it's so different from like everything else, like the yoga and the mom, being a mom and stuff. But music really allows me to express myself in a different way. Like, mm, like I'm not like speaking, like I'm singing. Okay, so what do you see yourself doing with music? Like, what, do, what does music like play in your career as an artist? What do you see, you know, in your career as an artist? Mm-hmm. So like long term, you're, you're an artist. 10, 15 years from now, what, music, what role does music play? Like, What is music doing for you 10 years from now? Um, it's allowing me to connect with people. Okay. Next question. Um, okay, so you have an alkaline-based diet, right? But if you could eat any food that won't affect you, what would it be like? You won't get hurt if you eat like some sort of bad chemical, like what's a bad chemical? Like a spartame, <laughs> for example, and that's in like candy, some candies, what would you eat? Um, if I could eat, If I could eat, all right, so I like to eat vegetables, plants, you feel me, dates, peanuts, broccoli, spinach, quinoa, spelt, um, no smoothies, no all different types of snacks and stuff like that. So if I could eat one thing that had no negative effect on me, it would probably be, I don't know, like chips. You feel me? Like if I could eat plantain chips, we lit. You do eat plantain chips, though. Yeah, but what if it had no negative effect on me? Then I'd be good. 
Okay. And then I could just be like, yeah, I'm good, good. Like, really? You choose that? Yeah. Wow. I choose fries. No, I don't. Or like pancakes. Or chips is fried. You feel me? Usually chips are fried. Just cut thin and then fried. So, kind of the same thing. But I wouldn't. I don't really care too much for fried foods. I kind of love baked foods. I really like French fries. Yeah. I think I'd probably choose fries. Now fries make my stomach hurt all the time. I like seafood. Yeah. <laughs> seafood is disgusting. I haven't had to seafood me. in so long. Seafood is nasty. Really? See, see, the thing is, I like to cook. People who don't cook like anything. That's what I realized. People who eat whatever don't cook. Because if you cook, you're not eating whatever. Because you will realize what it really is. You would see what people don't see that don't look. Because pe people like me, my subconscious, I'm con always questioning, like, why is this meat this color? Why is Wait, this is a fish's eyes. I'm cutting this blood. How do I get the blood out? Can't. We just have to cook it. What's going on here? We're eating blood. Eating chicken blood. So when I when I clean chicken, I'm, I can't eat chicken no more. It's not even about what's chicken good or bad and save the animals. I can't cook that. <laughs> I can't cook it. I can't cook chicken, fish, beef, mm -mm. rare, medium, you cook it, blood looking all juicy. Nah. I just couldn't do it. So you don't cook, huh? You you buy you buy your chicken breast or cut up already, right? You buy fresh frozen probably or something in a pack and you just gotta rinse it and you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't even thinking. You ain't never had to go to... You, ain't, you ever went to a slaughterhouse? You ever went to one of them chicken joints and seen the chicken and they snapped the neck? I got one of them joints. They got one of them joints in Brownville in the hood. So I used to go and see people buy chickens. That's crazy. I don't want to eat a chicken. Not because I care about the chicken. Because it's disgusting for me to eat it. Yeah. But I do care a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't care. It's not about the chicken. It's about me, and I can't eat that blood. I can't do it. It's weird. I don't yeah. see blood when I eat vegetables. But to see blood on a raw piece of shrimp and cook it and just act like it wasn't there, I remember. You stink. This is blood. The smell. Mm -mm. Season fried. Oh, okay, we can stop talking about this. This is sounding a little crazy. So I wouldn't want to eat fried food and shrimp and meat and. Mm -mm. I don't want fried foods. Okay, next. Fuck my life up. Next, 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 next question. Maybe though, maybe fried plants and chips. Fried Even plants baked plants and chips would be lit though. So I don't know. There's no food I want to eat. That's like it's whatever. Like maybe, maybe. Avocados, because avocado is a hybrid, so if it has no negative effect on me, I'll be like, like just, I mean, if that's what it would be. If I could just eat 
any vegetable and fruit I want, no matter if it's GMO or not, and it had no effect on me, I'd be good. You feel me? I wish I was invincible against GMO. That's what I wish. Okay. What's the next question? So, hmm. How do you practice healing from the things you need to heal from? Um, I practice through self-reflection, through journaling. I feel like I practice through yoga. Because emotions do come up for me sometimes and like certain memories while I'm in a certain pose and I'm like, well, why am I feeling this way? And then it's like I have to face that. And really like releasing it, really feeling the release. Right. What are the things you feel you need to heal from? Um, we get it. Why? <laughs> Next question. Where do you see yourself living in 10 years? Um, 2029. Um, in 10 years, I will not be based in New York, you feel me? I will probably have businesses here. Um, I might live here because I'll have businesses here. But I'll, I'll have multiple homes, though. Um, I'll definitely have a home somewhere hot. Yeah. You know, probably like Atlanta. I have family there. Um, maybe even North Carolina because I have friends and family in the South. Um, I have friends and family in Atlanta. Maybe even L.A. just because I don't have any family there. And I think I want to kind of just... Go start some new, 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 super new. You know, like, I feel like Buffalo was that for me, college. Like, I didn't know anybody. Yeah. At all. So it was kind of cool to be up there and just create a team, create what I wanted to do. And I did it. Um, so I think I could do that again if I go somewhere, like, where I don't know anyone. So I will be living, I'll have some... Maybe, let me see, 10 years. Yeah, probably Atlanta, because housing is cheap and pay is low, but I'll be creating my own pay. So I'll be perfect for that type of environment. Mm. You know? There's no beaches. And I'll be in there. You know? There's no beach. I'll create a beach. You feel me? Like, I'll create a beach. Maybe not a beach, actually. But definitely, I could create a park that has fake sand and all of that on some Brooklyn, uh, mm -hmm. little pool. For me, because we do this in New York, so the vision is effortless. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would definitely want to live in Atlanta okay, and create so some companies. I'm not sure what business it'll be yet, but you know, it could be educational, real estate, or one of my projects, like 
board game. See what I'll be out there for. So, but yeah. All right. So next question is similar. What foreign country do you want to live in? countries do you want to live in? Okay. I'd want to live in you know, the Philippines. Again, that would be nice. I'd want to experience the UK, living out there, and Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Why Australia? What's, what's that? There's a lot of beaches there, and it's hot all year round, and I have a cousin who lives there. Nice, lady. Yeah. Okay, right. so it's my turn. Yep. So, uh, the question is similar to the last couple questions that you asked. What qualities fit the perfect girlfriend? Um, perfect girl friend for me. Um, someone who I admire, you know, so she would be, you know, charismatic, you know, energetic, that type of energy. Um, you know, lively, intelligent. Understanding, um, independent, but also connected, you know. Also love relationships, you know, someone who loves people. Um, mm. Someone who has a vision, you know, someone who's a quick learner. Um, someone who can teach me something, you know. So I would, I would love a girl who's, who's comfortable with herself. You know, know, you know where, where she's at in the moment. You know, and understand that I'm not like. You know, just understand that I'm not like uh I don't know, like I just wanna understanding lady. Understand okay. wanna understand the independent intelligent okay. lady then. Alright. Alright, so next one then is what have you done? And what are you doing about the vaccination laws? You feel me? Because you have a child in school, and they just made a law saying that there's no religious exemption for them being accepted anymore. Um, I did a couple things. Did my research on like other private schools. Um, other charter schools, 
homeschool communities. I found some homeschool communities right now. Like I found two so far and I also reached out to Alexandria Ocasio to, she, to see if she knows anything about the rules. You know, the congresswoman. So that's what I've done so far right now. And didn't you do a religious exemption form too? Yeah. So you want to share the experience about that? Yeah, so um, to get into a public school, you have to have all of your vaccinations up to date. And Devin, my son, doesn't have any of his vaccinations. So I got him into the school because I wrote a religious exemption letter and the first one I wrote kind of like it wasn't enough information for them so they didn't approve it or deny it. So then I wrote them another one and like I just added so much more detail and everything and they finally accepted it around April and then in June, June 13 was when Andrew Kimono signed that bill stating that you know they just like removed the use of religious exemption letters so they won't accept children who aren't vaccinated who aren't unvaccinated into public schools anymore so this is what's going on <laughs> yeah. so now you have to find another way to educate the child yeah or so I have a couple options right now you know like you know an option would have to be like move out of New York City Another or, option would... Well, you can find a way to get them into public schools without the vaccination. No. We can. If you know, you could write whatever letter that just get approved. They just got to approve the letter. Yeah. Let's see what my options are. Let's see what kind of letter I can write where it won't seem like it's some philosophical thing. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah. But that's what's going on in New York City out here. They they um they banned the religious exemption form so that anybody who didn't want their child to get vaccinated because of their religious beliefs, you know, that can't that have isn't, their yeah, kids in school anymore. That's, that's not allowed anymore. There's none of that. There's no religious exemption. It's like we're not accepting that God doesn't think vaccines are cool. We're not accepting that. <clears throat> yeah. We need another reason. We don't care what God thinks anymore. <laughs> That's what they said in New York. In other states, I'm not sure. I'm, no, New York is a fifth state. So, not every state is on that Thomas. Some states is like, okay, we still respect the word of God. But in New York, you know what I'm saying? Up, right? God ain't stating nothing about vaccines in the Bible is what the New York government said. Alright, so next question. Um, I wanted to let y'all know about that because that's, I feel like that's important. People should know about the vaccine laws. That's why I asked for that. So what you got for me? Um, My hair look crazy. What is your definition of success? My definition of success is never accepting less for me that's it never accept less than what you deserve less than what you are 
less than what you know is yours. That's my definition of success. Appreciate everything in your life, but never accept less. You feel me? As long as you are getting what you deserve. Um, so success to me means feeling good. You mean? You feel me? Happy, happiness, um, and having what you need in life. Mm. Being happy, having what you need, and always striving for what you want. That's success. You feel me? Because happiness is not getting what you want. Happiness is wanting what you have. So that means you're grateful. So if you want what you have and you're grateful for what you have, you're happy, that's the first step to success. The second step is, you feel me, always, what did what, what I say the second step was? Um, <laughs> I don't even remember because I'm off the top with it. But being happy, you know, in life. Having what you need. Yeah, having what you need. Being happy with what you have, whether you have what you need or not, and then having what you need, you feel me? Because you have what you need, then you can always be able to to feel like you can get what you want. Yeah. Because if you don't have what you need and you want things, you're always going to think from a place of poverty, like I'm, I'm still missing something. Something is still missing. Something feels missing. Something feels off. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like that's success. Being happy, having what you need, striving for what you want. Because if you're happy and you have what you need, whether you get what you want or not, you're good. Yeah. But as long as you're striving for it, that's success. Because you're happy and you're going after it. And you got what you need already. So it's not like you're like doing it because you lack something. You're doing it because you're happy. Whatever you're doing. So that's what I think success is. Striving for what you want after you're already happy and have what you need. When you're happy, you realize you have what you need. All right, so next question is, how much do you want to net worth? Like, you know? like when I'm 30? Period, like go, go your highest net worth in life. Okay. I like the numbers 3.3 billion. 3.3 billion? 3.38 billion. 3.38 billion? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you trying to own some businesses, businesses. You trying to be up there, up there. You trying to own yeah, why not? networks and all your companies and hotels. Yeah, some property. You know, my landlord in Florida was Pitbull's grandma. He just bought her mad, like, houses and was like, rent these out, and that's it. Here. That's what it is. All right. 3.38 billy. Okay. 3.38 billy. How many millions is that? Do anybody know? So, uh, what are three words you'd use to describe 2019 so far? Um, um, I feel like 2019 was special. Hmm. Um, 
It was cyclical. What does that mean? Like a cycle. Like I feel like I've been through this. But it was also very, 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 very new. I've done a lot of new things in 2019. Started new projects, pick up poetry. You feel me? It was like done in 2019, an actual card game. You feel me? Yeah, word. Um, you know, oh, a lot of new things. You feel me? I got braids. Um, got a car. Mm. Um, So it's been it's been it's been special, you feel me? I feel like I've met I've, I've you know working with Gigi that was new. Um, you know, we started new projects. We we you know all different types of ting tings. Wow, I didn't think this um, would last podcast this long. video, yeah, but it is. But let's keep going. So <laughs> like you know, a lot of new things. Yeah. So I felt like 2019 was lit, it was memorable, um, life-changing. So memorable and life-changing? Yeah. I feel like there's so many things, you know, that I tried to share, affirmations, mm, yeah. you know, when I'm sleeping and yeah. all different types of things, you know, getting into different things, like, always yeah. coming back to reading, you know, reading I was reading last year too, but 2019 I felt like I took it to a different level, trying yeah. bigger books. How many more? Um, how many books have you read this year so far? Um, probably like twelve. Wow. How about you? I read like seven. Okay. That I completed. Type it. Oh, you'd be fake starting and not finishing them drawings. Well, I would read, like, different books, you know. I started doing that again. But I just finished right. a book recently. Yeah, I made sure I finished it. I mean, only one book that I've not finished, but The Power Broker. I'll read a few chapters and then read another book because I could read a book in the same amount of time I could read three chapters in The Power Broker because that book's so big. But I'm more than halfway through it. I'll finish it one day, eventually. Before this year, <laughs> oh, I'm finishing that book. Yeah. But I read... Like twelve books. Yeah. Is it my turn to ask you a question? Um, I think it's my turn now. Oh. All right. So, what's one moment that changed your life? I mean, giving birth to Devin, or finding out I was pregnant. Meeting my mom for the first time. I feel like these things are some things that I like. I'll rem remember with like yeah. clear memory for the whole day. I remember the whole day of when I met my mom. Of the way I felt when I was confused when I first met my mom because I was living in the Philippines and I was with my mom's twin and. Sounds like a movie. Sounds like a movie? Yeah, like I was living with my mom's twin. I thought she was my mom, but she wasn't. And then I met my real mom yeah, years later. Five. Like, yeah. that sounds weird. That yeah. sounds like a movie. Yeah, I was raised by my mom's twin. 
since I was probably like two or almost two years old. And my mom came to the Philippines when I was five and that, that was life changing for me because I remember the environment that I was in living in the Philippines. You know, being surrounded by whoever I was surrounded around and coming to the States. It was just different. So that was life changing for me. Coming to the States. Because I was young. Coming to drugs and liquor and <laughs> guys who OMG crazy That so that was like life changing I feel like for me. Coming that was like the youngest like life changing experience I've had. To the and then public school like system in America. Another stop it. <laughs> Another life-changing experience for me was, you know, finding out I was pregnant. That was like with Devin. And giving birth to Devin was life-changing. I knew that I was going to have another, like, little me to take care of and, like, raise. Life changing. Alright, your last question. <clears throat> Do you believe that there's just some things people don't need to know about? Um. That's not my last one though, because I have another one. No, that's it. I have two more after this one. You didn't number them. You were just asking questions. I have eleven. Supposed to have ten questions. Okay, answer my question. That's the last. It's whatever. Um. Twenty-two questions. Um, what's your question? Do you believe that there's just some things people don't need to know about? Um, I don't know. Maybe that's mad weird. Like, how do you ask somebody that? Like, what do you mean? I don't know. Like, I was thinking about like the conspiracy things. That are going on. Oh, conspiracy wise? Like, um, nah. Um, not really. You know, people are like, I don't want to speak mean or bad about, but like, come on. Like, you could tell people how or what or when, where, and, you know, to do something and. Not too many people gonna do it, you know. So like, knowledge is like not really power. Like people can know whatever. You saw the the new memes with Area Fifty One and shit. Nah. <laughs> but like, like knowledge is power, but it's it's not until it's applied. You feel me? So I think most people is on ignorance to bliss. So like, if you tell them something, they just talk about it. It's not like who's gonna do what. Like what. What can people do if they knew about extraterrestrial? Ooh, what are they gonna do now? What are they gonna do? Nothing you know about it. What are you doing? Connecting with them. For real? For real? No, for real. No, for real. <laughs> Come on. No, for real. No, for yeah, real. Yeah, for real. No, because if you are, then put somebody on. Because for real, like, what do you? How is that benefiting you? And how can that benefit the next man? Like for real, you feel me? So mm-hmm. like, what do you, what is connecting with them? What does that even mean? 
um, asking for signs and just showing you signs that you're asking for. And what if you didn't get those signs? And then you're not connected. And what if you're not connected? Then to what? An extraterrestrial? What does that mean? Like, that sounds like... What are you saying? Like what are you saying right now? It doesn't sound like nothing to the next man. So that's what I'm saying. So like people shouldn't know because like you can't even explain that to me. So how are you explaining that to me? How can how? Why would I want to know about something you can't explain to me? Cause I don't know what you're talking about. I could act like I know, but I really don't like know what you're talking about connecting with extraterrestrials. You're not helping me. You gonna help me? I kind of was like joking, but like at the same time, I was serious. Like so, you see, you're just joke. That's why I'm, I'm serious though. Like this, we're you asked me a serious question. I gave you a serious answer. I know. So like, what? That's whatever. Last question. Um, <clears throat> what advice can you give to someone practicing yoga for healing but may have the potential to make it a career? Mm. If I see someone who's really into the practice and they're just a student, I would, you know, talk to them about maybe wanting to share the practice with other people and yeah okay. yeah we got one more question that was question number 19 this is number 20 okay Favorite book? Um, I don't know. Asada Shakur is lit. Mm. Um, Think and Grow Rich is lit. Right. Um, Lao Tzu's Tao Te Ching is lit. And I feel like it's kind of like the opposite of like thinking grow rich in a way hmm. you know it's more like a let go of things not not necessarily it's just a, a different perspective of looking at things but it's more like you could get those things without having to think so hard kind of vibe oh, okay. <laughs> things grow rich to make you do all these exercises you know to Program your mind to think in that way to track what you want. And then the other books? It's more like. Hmm. Just go with it. Flow with it. Ground yourself. Not go, go with it. it. Not flow with it. Oh. Like, you know? Okay. Like, follow the path that's not there. Kind of riddle kind of step. Okay. You know? more like follow the path that's not there listen to the silence kind of thing okay that looks yeah. interesting it's really really rare okay so I gotta check that book out um, and when you're done you still reading it 
Let me see the book. Um. So that was all of it. Yeah. What is one thing you're grateful for in life? It's question number twenty-one. And what is one thing that made you smile today? Um. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful that I have all my body parts, all my limbs, my hands, my feet, my legs, my arms. I'm so grateful for my body and what it can do. Um, one thing that made me smile today was... Hmm. A couple things that made me smile today. Making the pizza today made me smile. I felt like a little kid making this pizza. This cauliflower, broccoli, kale pizza. That was so yummy. That's so good. That made me smile today. Lifting today made me smile alone because I didn't work out with Dandy. I worked out alone. But, you know, I saw people at the gym that I knew. And lifting new weights. Getting stronger. What about you? What's one thing you're grateful for and what made you smile today? Um, I'm grateful for being able to experience challenges and talk about them later. And one thing that made me smile today was um, um, I guess she's singing, singing on the train made me smile. That was kind of lit. There were certain moments as it had. You sang on the train earlier today? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was lit. That's cool. Well, thank you for yeah. thinking of this idea. The 21 questions it lasted a whole hour. That was lit. So. Okay, so if you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. Education. Let's go. I need some healing. I want to touch the ceiling. Better yet, the stars that's gleaming. I want to get high. Yo, off the top when nobody else isn't Don't stop, if you start then you finish They wanna lock us, wanna put us all in prisons If you a cop, you perpetuate the system You better not, better mind your own business One shot, better hit, not miss it Broke or not, then it's time for us to fix it when I got it, you know I'm gon' give it So pull them now, healing's on deck mm. Pull them now, healing already Pull them now, healing's on deck mm. It's time, it's down for an offering I need some healing uh, I wanna touch the ceiling Better get the stars that's gleaming yeah, I wanna get I'm gonna fly
it's time. Cause it's time for us to fight. To fight. Not for no right. Not for right. Before what's right. Before what's right. So let's ride. So let's ride. And shine bright. And shine bright. With our light. With our light. That's inside. That's inside. Free your mind. Free your mind. Don't be blind. Don't be blind. See the sign, see the sign, and pre the lie, pre the lie. Alkaline, alkaline, electrify, electrify. Know why, know why. Stay high, stay high. Let's fly. Uh. So pull them now, hillers on deck. Pull them now, hillers already. Pull them now, hillers on next. It's time, it's down for an offering. Pull them now, hillers on deck. Pull up now, healing already. Pull up now, healing's on deck. It's time. So let's fly above the sky. Let's fly under the water. Let's fly high vibes. Let's fly sons and daughters. Let's fly across the borders. Let's fly. Let's go. Let's fly. Lift your wings. Let's fly. Let's float. Let's fly. Do your thing. Let's fly, let it go. Let's fly, do what it do. Uh, let's fly, speak truth. Let's fly, let it rain. Uh, let's fly, Peru. Let's fly, release the pain. Uh, let's fly, be you. I need some healing. Uh, I wanna touch the ceiling. Better get the stars that's gleaming. I wanna get high. Myself. Gotta be real with myself, heal myself, strive to stay out the line If you out of line, I'll stay out your way I'm focused on mine, my mind free now Thought I would see now, I can see now No longer blind, decalcify my pie me out I see out how my mind flies higher than rockets Used to be having problem, my aura is stopped with blockages There's no opposites, there's only compliments Properly open up each chakra When I'm aligned, I might shock you I only rap copper, glow gold, my soul is platinum I got bars in the back up, I'm the rap 
rap chiropractor The poet Proctor, no posing, it's only practice I got bars in the back of, can't move me, I'm not an actor Can't move me to the back of the bus, can't puff me up I fell in love with myself to understand the point of us Listen to your spirit, Quindell, be more caring If it's love that you're fearing, that starts in the mirror We all need healing, more willing to drive far More feeling like no more killing our children inside walls We all feel it, but we numb and dumb down It's happening right here on my block in my hometown We don't need to go overseas to oversee what's going down They bucking the Milwaukee, give thanks to get a clear explanation, gotta have kind ears Open up your first eye, calcified mad years Mucus full of pus, probably cry milk tears Let go of old fears, time to go for broke years not another broke year, not another slain pair Not another mother hurt because of my brother got stared Down the wrong path, you know the one with no grass Just empty dime bags, yeah, mad broken glass Uja make an avenue with six fifth on the ass where, where you used to go to bag a few and leave with a few bags Now parking getting hard, gentry hating getting bad But we be fly forever, yo, our fresh is not a fad We still pull up, jump out, run in, run out Holler screens by run house, I hold mine, no run mouth A gold mine's in my mind, them song healers down south Best route to heal up. My spirit is free. Looking at me, it's studying astrology. A star to be, don't start with me demolishing all negativity and sorcery. If your energy is low, I repel. Now you can't get close to me. Ankh, no rosary. Oppressor trying to step on my feet, man. Keep your toes from me. Giving you the truth for some style, just like I'm supposed to be. No Amariano Brown, hands down. This land's wild. Every time I look around, another black man down. There's one being put in the casket now. That's why I feel the need to spit this rap right now. I know we all gotta go. But why we gotta go faster? Look within yourself and stop trying to get advice from a pastor. Teacher's pet for the slave master. Heal uplift and empower. Power moves in the hours you roll sour.